You're listening to Grace and Truth for Today, a ministry of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Born out of a desire to connect with our church family during the coronavirus pandemic, Grace and Truth for Today exists to highlight the need for a fullness of grace and truth in the lives of believers and to encourage you in your daily walk with God. For more information about Cleveland Baptist Church, please visit clevelandbaptist.org. Now here's Pastor Pete with Grace and Truth for Today. Welcome to Grace and Truth for today. This is your host, Pastor Pete from Cleveland Baptist Church, and I want to take a moment to thank you so much for uh, tuning in once again. Uh, it is uh, Thursday, and uh, we are, of course, uh, continuing our study uh, through the life of Joseph, and we're in the 41st chapter of the book of Genesis, and I want to call to your attention an impressive and important quality uh, that Joseph demonstrates in his life. The Bible says in verse number 15, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. You know, one of my greatest struggles in all of life is with pride. I don't know about you, but I love to be recognized. I love to be praised, and, and I love to be applauded. I like to impress people and to be noticed for some impressive deed that I have done. And uh, over the years, I, I have worked hard, very hard, and sometimes it's still a struggle, but I've worked hard to utter praise the Lord when someone compliments me. But I'm just here to tell you that there are times when inwardly I am basking in their words. I'm deflecting praise in an outward sense, but inwardly I'm accepting the praise as if I've done something great and I've, I'm deserving of, of these kind words. You know, Joseph really strikes me as being so impressive here because we find that he is quick to point out or to deflect a praise and he's quick to point out that the ability to interpret dreams is not in him. Uh, he says, essentially, if an interpretation is to come, Pharaoh, God is going to be the one to give it. He might give it through me or he might give it through someone else, but interpretation is going to come through God. I do not have that ability. It is not in me. You know, we ought to, we ought to say that phrase a little bit more often. It is not in me. Uh, I, I don't have the ability. I don't have the strength to pastor this church to... Uh, to keep a marriage together, to, to raise my children, uh, to live a, uh, a pure life, uh, to, to honor God and, and to avoid temptation. Those things are not in me and they're not in you. They're not in any of us. Any of those things that we can do, uh, we only do because of God's grace and because of God's work in our lives. Let me just point out three quick thoughts that have come to my mind as I've considered these couple of verses. Number one, let me say this, that Joseph was in a position here to take all the praise and advance himself. I'm thinking to myself that the king's court was completely helpless to interpret the dream. Now, the king had called his wise men and his magicians and his soothsayers and had presented them with the challenge in front of him. Here's the dream that I've dreamed and you give me the interpretation, and they were all helpless. They couldn't do it. The entire nation of Egypt was helpless as well. Likely, Joseph was the only one in a, in a nation with millions of people, potentially, who could help Pharaoh. 
Essentially, this was his get-out-of-jail-free pass. Uh, by, uh, by taking credit uh, for interpreting the dream and, and by advancing himself and taking the praise, he could secure his future and he could establish himself in this land where previously to this he had been nothing but a, a slave and now a prisoner. And finally, he's in a position where he can stand up for himself and be noticed for some ability that he has that no one else could have, that no one else could do. I mean, in the land of Egypt, there are lots of people that were slaves just like him. He couldn't stand out that way. There were lots of young men who were strong and perhaps good-looking. He was one of maybe thousands. There were lots of prisoners, guys that had, uh, had done something wrong and, and were paying for their crimes. Even though Joseph had done nothing wrong, he was just a, a member of a community with probably lots of men who were in a similar situation. But in this place, in this way, he was the only one that knew God well enough to interpret a dream. And so he was in a position to take all the praise and to advance himself. But I want you to notice, secondly, Joseph was aware of a painful reality. And he utters the phrase in verse 16, It is not in me. Any good that I might do is not because of me. Uh, I long ago recognized and understood that I am a sinner saved by grace. I've looked at my life and I thought to myself many times, as I'm sure many of you have as well, that I would have made an absolute mess out of my life without the help of the Lord. Joseph understood this painful reality. Can I say that we all need a reality check as God's people? We need to see ourselves as Joseph saw himself. And that is this, it is not in me. Can I say finally here this morning as we start our day, Joseph was careful to give God the praise for the ability to interpret dreams. He says, finally, God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Let me ask you these questions. Can you sing? Can you play an instrument? Can you teach the Bible? Can you preach a sermon? Can you lead a group of people? Can you demonstrate wisdom? Do you have a happy marriage and home? The list could go on and on of, of things that are perhaps in your life that are good and that are right and that are wonderful. But as Joseph said in verse 16, those things are not in us. It's God who blesses us with the ability to enjoy these things and to practice these things in our lives. As we conclude today, I want to read a couple of verses to you from Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 10, he says this, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. He says in the second letter to the church at Corinth in chapter 3, in verse number 5, he says, Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament. You know, someone were to come to me today and they were to say, Pastor Pete, uh, you're a blessing. You're a good pastor. You're a good preacher. I might like to accept that compliment. But as I read 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, I, I, have, to, I have to recognize that I, I, don't, I don't have the ability to accept that compliment. If they were to tell me that, and that may not necessarily be the case, but if they were... 
In all honesty, the reality is I would have to say that God, it's God who has made me an able minister of the New Testament. If I am an able minister, it's not me, it's God that's done this. And so as we consider our lives, today someone may praise you, they may tell you how great you are, they may compliment you. May we be careful, may we be careful to be like Joseph who was quick to deflect the praise. Father, I pray that you'd help us in this needy area of all of our lives. It's so easy to get caught up in man's applause and to, and to allow pride to reign in our lives. But Lord, help us to be like Joseph who uh, refused to do so, was aware of a painful reality. It is not in me, but Lord, it is in you. Lord, may we live our lives in such a way, uh, Lord, as to not just to utter those words, but to practice them and to believe them and to recognize and understand the truth of them. Bless our listeners today. Bless each and every one of our lives. Help us again to be pleasing and honoring to thee and in thy sight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks again to tuning in to Grace and Truth for today. I hope it's been a help to you. If it has been, let me encourage you to share it with others. Let me also encourage you, if you're downloading this in a podcast form, to subscribe. And then also, if you have an opportunity, to leave us a rating or review as well. Thanks again to tuning in to Grace and Truth for today. God bless. Thank you for listening to Grace and Truth for today. If this podcast has been helpful to you, take a moment to share it with others by offering a rating and review. Grace and Truth for Today is a production of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Cleveland Baptist Church is located at 4431 Tiedemann Road in Brooklyn, Ohio. We invite you to visit our website at www.clevelandbaptist.org and we would love to see you soon.